Testament, the priesthood of Aaron, man does and God responds. God has a part in the new priesthood of Melchizedek. Hebrews, you know, we've seen in the last episode, all God's part and man responds with thanksgiving. I believe and I thank you, Lord. Genesis 14, we have seen for Abraham, God did the battle and Abraham gave tenth with thanksgiving offering. Okay, thanksgiving. Nobody told Abraham to go give thanks or, you know, go give offerings or tenth because the law was not existing at the time of Abraham. But we know that Abraham has given tenth. We keep talking about the law, the law, the law. But Abraham was not under the law. He was out of love, out of grace of what God has done. He has given the tenth. Abraham did not have the Holy Spirit in him like we have the Holy Spirit now. But Abraham met the priest Melchizedek. Melchizedek brought bread and wine, the symbol of Jesus' body and blood. And where Melchizedek is showing us the shadow of Jesus coming. Melchizedek was the first high priest. You know, we, we don't know where Melchizedek had come. We only think about Melchizedek. Uh, you know, in Hebrews and here, this one place. And we only think, you know, the Jewish race and uh, the Israelites were the only chosen, selected people. No, before, the, before Abraham came to Canaan, to Jerusalem, to Salem, there were believers in the Most High God and those believers are... Melchizedek. I mean, he was a priest. There's no need for a priest for one person. This Melchizedek was the king of a city. That means there was more than one person. And this one person, under him, there were so many people serving the most high God. Almighty God. The most high. And before Abraham came, there was a city existing. We don't know, you know, we don't teach about it. And in this city, Melchizedek was worshipping Yahweh, Jehovah, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, the Most High God. And Abraham comes there and the first word that Abraham and Melchizedek says to Abraham, Blessed, blessed, blessed. When we come to the grace of God, only blessings, blessings, blessings. You don't have to do anything, only believing. Yes, in Melchizedek's priesthood, there are no curses. In the Old Testament, in the law, in the Levitical priesthood, 
there are curses if you do this you don't do this do this don't do this there are curses but in the priesthood of melchizedek in the high priest of jesus is in the order of melchizedek we saw that in hebrews in the last episode i've read the whole thing galatians 14 and then i've read um, hebrews 8 9 you know you, you um, talk about it in in so many the whole chapter i have read um, hebrews 7 and then hebrews 8 you see melchizedek and jesus all those things that are going on in those chapters 14th chapter of genesis so jesus is after the order of melchizedek no beginning no end perfect gracious god's grace was there at that time and even now the order of melchizedek the order of the high priest of jesus is the dispensation of grace not law law was not existing i'm insisting all the time law was not existing not existing not existing because the dispensation of law started at the time of moses when eve and adam were there there was a law that was another dispensation there was only one law don't eat that fruit the knowledge of good and evil that's the only law whenever law comes 1st Corinthians 15 56 what is happening law strengthens sin exactly it was all fine in the beginning everything was great God was having fellowship God was enjoying talking to Adam and Eve but when the law don't eat that fruit of good knowledge good and evil law came and when the law comes it strengthens your temptation it strengthens your sin not that law is bad law demands perfection and nobody be, could be perfect under law and tithes same thing is under the law moses gave 613 rules do's and don'ts all law when law comes sin is strengthened sin gets strength so that is why people were always falling people are falling 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 today in the churches brother please pray for me so that i can live righteous brother please pray for me so that i don't get tempted brother please pray for me my son and my daughter are not coming home till two in the night brothers when there is do's 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 don'ts 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 law strengthens remember i talked about a candy jar in the office that my wife keeps and it's free for anybody there's no law there's no sticker saying take one or take ten nothing it's all open so Someone comes and says, oh, this great candy, such beautiful, nice American candy. Let's just take it. And you just take everything off. There's no law. You know, the law is written in our hearts in the, in the Christian, in the New Testament grace dispensation. Whereas when you have law, 
if you say don't take it, you take it. Exactly. So uh, laws, do's and don'ts, when it comes, you are tempted, tempted to sin, tempted to, you know, you can't keep the law. It's, it's perfection. It is requiring perfection. That is why Jesus came and he said, out of the equation, I'm going to keep it. You don't have to keep it. You just receive my grace. That's what happened in the Old Testament. And, and uh, you, you come to me with love. Jesus is saying, you come to me with love. You see how much I loved you? I gave myself. I gave my life, my blood, my body. I gave it to you. Can't you see this? You see me and see how much I love you. You come to me with love. You don't have to do anything. Just come and believe me. What I say in the word, you believe me and everything is going to happen. So the law of tithing and the law of the Old Testament is all done with. Abraham comes here in the dispensation of there was no law. Adam and Eve had a law. When the law came, it got strengthened and they sinned. When Moses gave 613 laws, they all, you know, strengthened sin. sin. That's when the high priest, Jesus, had to come. You know, Aaronic priesthood. Blessings, yes, but cursings also. Depending on your performance, depending on man's performance. Keep the law performance-based. You're blessed or cursed. Genesis 14, you know, Abraham did not know how he won the battle. He, he, he just was like, I don't know what I did, but thanks be to God, the most high God. He comes and gives an offering. After the order of Melchizedek, Christ, to Christ, the order of Melchizedek, he gives the offering. Our part is just to come with thanksgiving to God. Believe, thank you. I believe, Lord, thank you. I believe, Lord, thank you. Yes, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Philippians 4.13 You come to Jesus with that belief. All things are possible to them that believe. All things are possible to them that keep 613 laws. Christ never said it. He said, come unto me, all those who are heavy laden with the burden of 613 laws. All people, you are burdened, come to me. They that believe, if you have faith, if you can believe, say to this mountain, be cast out. It will be gone. Your mountain, your the problems in your life, like a mountain is not moving. All things are possible to them that believe. All things will not be possible for them that keep 613 laws. <laughs> I know. If you keep the law, you will keep falling in sin. You'll keep falling and falling and falling. Finally, you will not get up. That's where in grace you fall. The righteous man falls seven times. 
but he always rises up. That is grace. God is saying, you are righteous man. Bible is saying that righteous man will rise up seven times, no problem. But when the wicked fall, you know, there is no trace of them. There is no trace of them when the wicked falls. God is saying, righteous will fall. You are following the grace of God? Yes. Nobody is perfect. If you want to be perfect, brother, please pray for me so I can be perfect. I just have to kill you because only when you go to heaven, you'll be perfect. Oh, Bishop, what are you talking, Bishop? Nobody can be perfect. Jesus said, you be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect. He knows you can't be perfect, boys. He knows you can't be perfect. That's why Jesus said, my grace is sufficient for you to follow me. And you fall. You are righteous because my blood has washed you. You are righteous. I see you as a righteous person. So righteous, you fall. Okay? But you rise. You, 613 laws, holy, holy, you're walking on the clouds every Sunday, holy, holy, white clothes on, and all the dupatta, the scarf, and the, all the Jewish traditions of tassels and <laughs> all those things, you're doing such a great drama that's going on. And holy, 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 and oh Lord, I got a hundred, one lakh rupees, oh, ten thousand rupees, and hundred. I give you more extra, Lord, so that the locusts don't come, Lord, and all that. You're following law. That's not going to work. In grace, you just come with love, with thanksgiving. Like Abraham came with thanksgiving and he gave it. Christ is after the order of Melchizedek. Our part is to come to Jesus with thanksgiving. Not with how much, not with, you know, what you've done. We're going to come. We're going to come and we're going to see. Since like Abraham, we don't have work. Abraham did not work. He did not know how he won, but he rested in God. He said, God promised him, he said that you are blessed. Nobody can raise your finger against you. Anybody that raises finger against you, they're going to be fight with me. So God protected Abraham. And the tithe that God, uh, Abraham gave was a form of thanksgiving. He rested on God's promises. He left his Ur, the place, the Chaldeans place. He left his hometown believing God, promise, the promises of God he believed. And he said, I'm going to leave my, my, my country, my kinsmen. And then he, God, most high God, is saying he's going to protect me. He's going to lead me. He's going to provide me. He's going to give me a son that's going to be, I'll be multiplied like the sand of the seashore and like the stars of the heaven. I believe in him. I believe in his promises. And he left. And then here the enemy comes and attacks him. He said, God, what happened? You have said you'd protect me. Where are my family? Some guy took away everybody. The most high God. Believe. I told you. 
You, I will keep you safe. See what the devil has done. The locusts have done. I'm going to multiply you. And Abraham multiplied in that land. Even though bad happened. But the promise of God protected Abraham and his people. Nothing bad happened. He rested on what God said. He remembered. God, you told me. Lord, what happened now? Rest. Believe. Okay, Lord, I love my wife. I need my wife, my children, my everybody. Lord, believe. Just believe. Lord, I have sickness. Lord, I have disease. I get lost in my businesses. Lord, believe. Rest in my promises. Did I not give you a promise? Rest in that promise. You will see all things are possible to them that believe. You believe and you say thank you. Believe, he said, thank you. Abraham's type came from thanksgiving, not from rules, not from regulations. Remember the book of uh, Gospel of Luke, chapter 16, where uh, Jesus is talking about a rich man, a manager of an estate, how he said, you know, take care of my, my property and take care of my things. And then he goes away. And then this guy is just enjoying with the master's property, not taking care of him and all that was happening. And then he says, my master is coming. He's going to get angry because I'm, I've done something wrong and blah, blah, blah. What if he throws away, throws me away? Then he, you know, uh, does all kinds of uh, games and all that. And God sees, you know, in the story of wealth of unrighteousness. I'm talking about reading from Amplified uh, Version, verse 9. And I tell you, learn from this. Make friends for yourself for eternity by means of wealth of unrighteousness. That is, use material resources as a way to further the work of God. So that when it runs out, they will welcome you into the eternal dwellings. He who is faithful, verse 10. I want to emphasize here. He who is faithful in very little things is also faithful in much. And he who is dishonest in a very little thing is also dishonest in much. Therefore, if you have not been faithful in the use of earthly wealth, who will entrust the true riches to you? And if you have not been faithful in the use of that earthly wealth, which belongs to another, whether God or man, or of which you are a trustee, who will give you which is not your own? You can't serve two masters. Verse 15, you are the ones who declare yourself just and upright beside the men, but God knows your heart, thoughts and desires. You know, it, it, it talks so nicely in, in the NIV version, the same uh, chapter 16, 1 to 14 verses. If you use, God is talking about money. God spoke in the Bible so much about money than anything. Jesus talked about money, 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 all things. In the beginning, God created money. Do you know that? I know. You guys are all, you know, very like, Bishop, no, not money. God created heavens and earth. Yes, what is earth? It's full of money. You dig the ground, go deeper, 
you get money. Don't dig the ground, just the sand. You sell the sand, you get money. You, <laughs> you get, go a little deeper, you get water. You sell water, you get money. You go more deeper, you get oils. You get more deeper coal, uh, diamonds, gold, silver, platinum. God in the beginning created. He said, Adam, go multiply, go enjoy, be fruitful. Earth is full of resources, natural resources. And God talks about money. And here in this chapter, God is saying money is the least in the kingdom. I'm, I'm coming to that point. The whole 14 chapters, basically God is talking about money is the least in the kingdom of God or in this kingdom. And he is saying for that least, if you can't be faithful, if you can't master that money, everybody is toiling from morning till night, working, 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 even the dreams they're working to earn money. Everybody is working for this least thing. Money is the least thing in God's eyes. And uh, we are trying to get this worldly wealth and gain friends and for ourselves. And, you know, if you cannot be trusted, verse 10, with this money, if you are dishonest, how... With true riches, how can we trust? God is saying. And money is basically the blessings of God. You want money? You, you be in the presence of God. You know, uh, Matthew 6.33, what is it saying? Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be added unto you. You want things to be added in your life. You want to give God offerings. God, you know, to help the kingdom of God. Seek his kingdom, his righteousness. And seeking his kingdom and his righteousness is very easy. It's not tough at all. Just believe what Jesus is said in the word and everything will be added to you. You cannot serve two masters. You cannot serve the gospel of grace and the law, the dispensation of law, the dispensation of grace. The same chapter verse 13, it's saying you cannot serve two masters either. You will hate one and love other or you will be devoted to one and despise other. You cannot serve both God and money. God, God's grace and law. And it's such a sad thing to see nowadays. People are all after money, 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 money. It's <laughs> all the people are after money. God is saying that will be added. What do you have to do? Seek his kingdom. And his righteousness. When you do these things. But what are we doing? Instead of doing these two things. We are seeking money. Where is money? Where is money? Where is money? Who can I ditch? Who can I deceive? Who can I you know, loot? And who can I say false promises? Yeah. A lot of people are there. Who are <laughs> like that. 
cheating people, not that. Seek the kingdom of God. This is least. Money is the least. Waste. Jesus does not see. I mean, God has everything that he has created. I mean, he has everything. God is not looking for money. God is looking for your heart. He's saying, come to me. You don't have to do anything. Believe in me. Seek my kingdom and my righteousness. That's what we are doing. The, the verse that God gave for Grace TV is seeking his kingdom and his righteousness. And here we are bringing to you so that you can become righteous by the blood of Jesus. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to fast. You don't have to curse yourself. You don't have to beat up yourself. You don't have to condemn yourself. We are saying, come believe in Jesus. Jesus' blood is going to make you righteous. And when you are righteous, seeking him, all things will be added unto you. Money is very important and God through the Levitical, you know, priesthood, he showed you cannot, Aaron and that tribe cannot. Melchizedek, Jesus, the perfect priesthood, we are under that priesthood and under that priesthood, you serve God out of love. You serve God out of thanksgiving. You come to God out of thanksgiving and money will be leased and you have to master that money. Money is important in the kingdom of God. Yes, we have to preach the gospel. We have to, uh, you know, through TV and through build the churches, help the people, poor, feed the poor, educate the orphans and widows, and medical, so many things. Money is important, but still God is saying it's the least in the kingdom. Be faithful in the least. You know, giving to God, coming to God with thanksgiving. Coming to God with thanksgiving. Today, Jesus, the high priest, is calling you Come, believe in me and you will be fishers of men. That's what he told Peter. Come, I will give you rest. Rest in my promises. Like Abraham, he believed, he left his hometown. He believed and he rested on God's promises even though he was going through a tough time. Even though he was going through horrible, miserable time. The whole family is gone, but he rested. He said, God, you told me, I know you will do it. I don't know how. And he went to war. People joined him, helped him, brought the people back. And he said, you think you helped me? No, God helped me. I don't want anything. Take everything. I don't want you to tell. Because you helped me, because you did this, I became rich. I don't want that. God made me rich. And here with thanksgiving, I come and offer to you. Tithes are given out of thanksgiving, not out of fear, not out of curse, not looking at locusts, not looking at the plagues. No, the church is persecuting people with locusts, plagues, accidents, you know, breaking hands and all those things, wrong teachings. Come with thanksgiving, resting in his promises. You will be blessed with the blessings of Abraham through Christ, the high priest that had no beginning, no end. He is going to be with you, full of grace and truth. Don't do anything. Just believe all things are possible to them that believe, who rest in his word and believe in his word. God bless you.